County. And that is going to be for that storm that's been producing funnel clouds. Uh, that is uh, near Mount, uh, from Mount Pulaski on. Uh, so Turnbridge out through Clinton, and it's outside of our viewing area, but uh, it is there. And these storms could be moving into McLean County, uh, mainly extreme southeastern McLean County soon, uh, within the next hour. Still seeing uh, some broad rotation here on radar. I know things are getting messy because of all the warnings. I'm gonna turn off the flood, uh, the flash flood warning for now. Rotation here, very broad, not under a warning there in uh, near Colfax. Hello, Untangling audience. Welcome to another episode of Untangling. Uh, what you just heard is that we are actually in the middle of a tornado warning in uh, Bloomington, uh, Illinois. And it's really interesting because, you know, you'll be sitting there, my iWatch, my iPhone, my work phone, every electronic device in this house just started going crazy. And it said, seek shelter which could be nerve wracking, but I've clearly come a long way because as of right now, I'm airing a podcast episode in the middle of a tornado uh, warning. Um, I'll tell you this, when I first got to Illinois back in 2013, I'll never forget it. I'm watching a Bears game and all of a sudden it just goes black and the announcers are just like, hey, it looks like, you know, we have some uh, bad weather coming in. Uh, they're going to postpone, postpone the game. Uh, more to come. And it was a beautiful sunny day here. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden in a like, snap of a finger, it turns uh, black. And my phone started saying, seek, seek shelter, seek shelter. And I was clearly uh, extremely uh, stressed out because I didn't know what to do. This was the first tornado, uh, you know, back in 2013 that I've ever been a part of. So luckily my wife was born in the Midwest. She's been through this drill plenty of times. She's just like, hey, we have to go to the basement. And I'm telling you, the only way to describe it is it's almost like time stops. Your stress level probably gets to the highest uh, your stress level could get to uh, without having a uh, heart attack and um you know just sitting there in all your brain and i'm just you know uh remembering uh my thoughts at that moment your brain is simply it goes in survival mode what do you do next uh what if this happens you just start all these crazy equations to start playing out in your head it was clearly a uh, frightening experience but for everybody who was dealt with a tornado it was probably simply just another day uh, so I know it's been a while in regards to uh, untangling. Um, you know, just want to let everybody know everything's going uh, really, really well. Uh, it's been an up and down uh, roller coaster, but you know, we're here. It's late June and it seems like, you know, this time is simply flying uh, by. Uh, what have I been up to? So what I've been up to is um, 
my wife actually had to have uh, back surgery. Long story, uh, she was involved in a car accident um, roughly maybe four years ago. And, you know, during the car accident, her back became an issue. And as time wore on, it just became more and more difficult to manage. Uh, so, you know, we went to uh, Memorial Hospital uh, where we dealt with a, a neurologist uh, who actually sat on the board of our Northwestern. And what we really liked about the surgeon was simply, we're gonna try everything before surgery. Whereas you have a lot of surgeons who are surgery, then we'll figure out the rest. And so for about a year and a half, we tried everything in regards to chiropractor, uh, physical therapy, uh, injection, and it just didn't seem to be getting better. And it was a situation where, you know, my wife could live with the pain. Uh, however, you know, if you decided to travel, you know, with her work, when would these spasms just spring up? We decided that, you know, we would in fact uh, have uh, uh, surgery. So, you know, that has been heavy on the mind. Uh, the good news is uh, my wife is in and out of surgery and she's doing good, but it's definitely been a experience. First and foremost, uh, the one thing I noticed is, you know, when we went down to uh, Memorial is it is a state of the art surgery center, you know, connected to a hospital. And it's so fascinating with uh, health. One of the things you see when you have to go through something like this is how far technology has come. You know, we're in a pandemic, so there's a lot of protocols that we had to meet. But what what's so fat? What was really fascinating to me is we had a nurse, and uh, you know she came in, and you know I know a lot about the hospital setting because you know we work with the hospitals. I'm part of a integrated hospital system, but she said that uh, you know just based on studies, you know they've been able to learn so much in regards to surgery. So what they did is they have this special gel. And what this gel does is it kills bacteria. It literally uh, looks like barbecue sauce. And what they do is they put it in your uh, nasal passage because they said that's where bacteria basically starts when it comes to surgery. And, you know, I asked my wife, I'm like, what does it smell like? Like, what is it? And she's like, honestly, it smells like barbecue sauce. And so that was pretty interesting. And what that does is, and here's what people got to understand. Before the surgery, I was a nervous wreck because, you know, you're dealing with, uh, uh, you know, they're going to put you under. And once they put you under, all kinds of crazy scenarios play out in your mind. Well, what if you don't wake up? You know, God forbid, like, you know, all that stuff runs through your mind. But the putting people under part, the surgery part is not the issue. You know, if you have a surgeon who's been practicing for over 15 years, they're going to get all that right. What people don't seem to understand about surgery is 
what gets people, and what I mean by gets people is what kills people is actually the infection. Um, and so there was so much protocol before the surgery and after in regards to how to manage infection. And one of the things I realized is that technology has come such a long way that they're ahead of the thing. You know, for example, the nasal, where does it start? And, you know, working in a hospital, I'll never forget, you know, we had a town hall meeting and our CEO communicated to us that they found out any issue they ever had with surgery was because any negative effect, okay, where somebody got hurt, God forbid, you know, infection, some something needed to be amputated, God forbid somebody passed away. What they traced that back to was actually the elevators. Because with the elevators, you have to figure people are always pushing the buttons, bacteria is kind of trapped within that closed space. So they said they were able to trace back all bacteria to elevators. So what did they do? They had to figure out, okay, if a elevator is simply used for surgery, it's gonna be used for surgery and not the masses. So that's why when you go into a hospital, you know, they'll have a perf, they'll have a uh, separate surgery elevator compared to the one that everybody else is allowed, is allowed to use. So it's interesting because prior, you know, we used to just use these things and think nothing of it. But honestly, an elevator is a cesspool. If somebody were to go to the bathroom, which a lot of people do, they don't wash their hands. They're going to basically go in that elevator, touch a button, and now that becomes your problem. Okay. And I'm just speaking factual here. And it's something a lot of people don't think about touching the buttons, no problem, so on and so forth. But we, there was a study, they were actually able to trace back bacteria and the negative impacts on surgery to one of the main causes, which is the bacteria. Uh, the other uh, item was simply sterilizing, you know, the equipment. And, you know, the good news with the United States is that it cracks down on those kind of things. Now, if you want to go to a shady place and, um, you know, they want to basically cut the cost of a surgery down to half because they're trying to save on money, that's on you. But any regulated hospital, um, you know, they really crack down on items like that. And with infection, they really try to manage that. So that's what we were up, what I've been up to. And it was a hour drive uh, down to Springfield where, you know, the surgery uh, took place and just seeing, you know, the different family members, you know, uh, they had this TV screen. It kind of looked like an Excel spreadsheet, but a, a customized uh, Excel spreadsheet. And you see the different families, everybody's kind of going through something different. And, you know, you just kind of see pe people's faces. If you ever want to see what worry looks like, uh, go down to a hospital where, uh, you know, surgery is uh, being uh, performed. But with that, you know, the good news is uh, it seems like things are on the up and up. Uh, the pain is a lot less than, uh, you know, the pain prior. So nothing but good news. 
and you know the uh, surgeon uh, said, you know, just based on your wife's uh, health uh, and her uh, fitness regimen, uh, she'll be able to heal back, um, you know, sooner rather than later, and that everything went great. And you could just tell this guy, you want to talk about a time where, you know, being a uh, narcissist, being confident is necessary. Uh, those are surgeons, uh, cardiologists, and uh, pilots, okay? They should literally round, round up uh, people who are uh, narcissists and literally put them in those fields. That's where we need them. You know, you think you're the greatest? Great, because in those moments, you cannot have any doubts. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of things I'm very confident I could do. I truly believe I could be a uh, you know, financial advisor, and I think I'd be a great financial advisor. I believe that I could be a, you know, um, maybe a nurse practitioner. I'd be a great nurse practitioner. Where I draw the line is uh, there's no way I could be a surgeon. Uh, there's no way I could be a cardiologist. And there's no way I could be any physician that has to deal with serious illness when it comes to uh, children. So that's how you know I'm not a narcissist because I know what I can and cannot do. So very grateful. Uh, things are going good. Uh, took a couple of days off from work uh, to basically, you know, kind of just settle in, uh, help uh, where help is uh, needed. But now it's just like, okay, now that that's behind us, we could finally start uh, planning in regards to uh, family uh, trips and, you know, just to kind of start enjoying life a little. So with that, um, how am I going to enjoy life? Well, one of the things I always tell everybody on Untangling, I love uh, to invest in the stock market and I truly feel like I hit a home run uh, the last couple of weeks. So the last couple of weeks, there's a company I've been eyeing and they're called Trade Desk. And if you don't know about Trade Desk, uh, pull up a YouTube video and watch what they do, okay? So Trade Desk, what they do is they basically uh, advertise on every web browser without having to basically contract with each individual web browser when you're online. So what does that mean? What that means is a lot of times when you're trying to advertise, you want to advertise through, let's just say, Google. So Google will have a set fee on what it costs to advertise. Well, I heard Facebook is reaching more people. Advertise on Facebook. Okay, well, here's the fee for Facebook. Well, what about Snapchat? Snapchat causes a, uh, you know, a certain price. Well, what about the Nextdoor app? You know, I feel like based on my business, I could attract a lot of uh, customers through the Nextdoor app. They have a fee. Well, what about Instagram? I heard that's extremely popular. I'd really got, like to get my advertising on there. Instagram, they have a fee. So imagining managing all of social media, 
But Trade Desk does is for a fee, they handle all that negotiation and all the headache for you. So if you decide to advertise, you're able to buy advertisement through the Trade Desk and they basically um, get that information out to the masses. So it it saves a lot of time and it saves a lot of money. But here's what I didn't know. So when I was eyeing Trade Desk, the reason why I started eyeing Trade Desk is because they were trading at uh, $500 a share. I wanna say it was probably like 560. And they announced, you know, in uh, late June, um, they are going to do a 10 for one split. And I said, wow, you know, this is a $560 stock. They're gonna do a 10 for one split. And what a 10 for one split means is simply now each share instead of $560, it's gonna be $56. And I said, that's a bargain, you know? And a lot of my portfolio is in uh, Apple and Apple is trading at $130. So what I did was I decided to make a bold move. I said, I'm gonna sell all of Apple because where I struggle with Apple and I think Apple is a great stock to own. It's the one of the best stocks you could own for the next 25 years next to Domino's Pizza. And I say Domino's Pizza because if you don't believe me, uh, Google their stock price and you might literally fall out of your seat. You wouldn't believe it. So Domino's Pizza and uh, Apple are probably the two best stocks you can own. But I said, I'm going to get so much more for my buck if I'm able to dump Apple and buy Trade Desk. So I sold a all my stake in Apple, okay? And I made a lot of money on Apple. So I sold all my stake. And then I decided I'm going to buy Trade Desk. So I get Trade Desk at $56. And the portfolio is looking good. And I'm like, wow, can you imagine if this thing goes to $500 again? Which I think it will. That's just my personal opinion. But I think it will. I said, this is a steal. But what I didn't know about Trade Desk is that, you know, they were in a basically a minor war with Google and in regards to Google blocking cookies. So Trade Desk has to use the uh, cookies technology in order to measure, is this advertising working? What's the response for the customers who are interested? And I didn't know this fight was going on. And all of a sudden, um, you know, watching the stock market and Trade Desk just takes off. And it's just like, hey, great news for anyone who owns Trade Desk. Basically, what's happened is that Google has decided to push back the cookie debate till, 20, till late 2023, early 2024. And I couldn't believe it. And in my head, I'm saying, okay, so I buy this stock. I didn't know they were in this war. What if that decision went the other way? Luckily, it didn't. And, uh, you know, the stock basically took off. So I was able to make, I would say, in one week off a of trade desk, what it took me two years to make off of Apple. So clearly made the right decision. And it seems like now there's nothing stopping uh, this stock from uh, rising. So very proud of my investment. 
And to add to some of that good news, uh, there's also talks in regards to infrastructure. So with infrastructure, it's something, you know, Biden has been pushing um, and infrastructure would actually be great for the country. So when that news came through, the market started doing good. So that kind of added on to what Trade Desk was doing. So overall, great week of investing. So with that, now in regards to planning for, you know, the summer, uh, I decided that I'm going to be taking a trip out to uh, Las Vegas. Uh, It's been a while. So I'm extremely ecstatic in regards to that. I have a friend uh, out in Vegas. He sent me a text. Hey, did you know that Frontier now flies from Bloomington to Las Vegas? Uh, That text basically changed my life. I said, hey, listen, I'm going to be out there really soon. And so I'm going to hold on to that promise. When I'm out in Vegas, I would also like to get some golf in. I know the wind has a, uh, you know, a golf course, but for me, that's so much more commercial. And living in Vegas, one of the perks is, okay, I know you're not gonna rip me off. Uh, so I went on Airbnb in regards to uh, where to stay. And what I decided on is there was a lot of places that go, hey, located right next to the strip and it's in Red Rock. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Red Rock is in Summerlin and it literally might as well be a 45 minute drive from the strip. So that's how they get you when you're not from the area. Hey, located right next to the strip, you can see the strip from here and technically in Nevada, there's not too many places you can't see the strip. I used to live 40 minutes from the strip near the mountains and you had a clear view. Now, could you get there? Yeah, you could get there, but it's going to take some time to get there. So uh, just planning that out, uh, asked a friend back in Boston if they'd be interested in traveling. Uh, He just said, hey, just give me the date. So it just seems like, you know, things are really uh, coming uh, together. So very excited about that trip, Uh, long overdue uh, with the pandemic, really haven't had a chance uh, to travel much. So definitely looking uh, forward to that. So what else is going on? Uh, Looking out the window, it seems like uh, the tornado has kind of uh, slowed down a little bit so that is actually uh some good news but other than that you know just relaxing helping around you know going on bike rides when the weather is nice one of the shows i actually did get into it's called uh a teacher it's on hulu And uh, this show is actually a blockbuster. I can't think of her name. She's an amazing actress. Uh, She was in uh, House of Cards. Uh, She played the role Zoe. So it's about her in this school in Texas. Uh, She falls for a student, but it's more than what you think. 
the acting is unbelievable. It takes so many twists and turns. It kind of reminds me a lot of uh, the affair, where it's so well written. It's you know the cinematography is on another level, and it is just a great show. My wife actually got me into it, and I've been hooked ever since. So, with that, um, you know that just about does it for this uh, episode. Uh, people have asked me, you know, what do you think of the NBA uh, playoffs? NBA playoffs. It's interesting because the ratings are actually uh, through the roof, and one of the reasons is because of LeBron not being in it. And you know, the other thing that's so uh, funny to me is you know the Nets build this super team, and uh, they are out of the playoffs, and people just kind of scratching their head, like how does that happen? What's going on? And the reason why that happens, it, it simply comes down to team chemistry. People say, "Hey, you know, Kyrie's hurt. If you have Durant and Harden on the floor at the same time, there should be no excuse for losing a basketball game." Okay? You have the Bucks with their All Star, and he's basically by himself, and he's in the finals. Okay? You have Trey Young on the Hawks. And you can't even name another player on that team. He has his team in the finals because of team chemistry. And I've always questioned、uh, Steve Nash as a coach, even though I know he's a new coach. They also don't have the coaching. So people used to bash、uh, Phil Jackson. Oh, he's great because he took on an all-star team. That's why he won. Well, Steve Nash has an all-star team. He can't win. So there's clearly a lot more to coaching. Then、um, you know everybody who doesn't understand the game of basketball would like you to、uh, believe. But one of the things that's really stood out to me is、uh, Chris Paul is easily one of the greatest basketball players to ever play the game. And what I really like about Chris Paul is what makes him elite. And it's so hard for people to literally measure this because people are like I can't, you know, put a finger on it. Why is he great? And why he's great is because he never turns the ball over. So next time you're watching a Phoenix Suns game, Chris Paul will never turn the ball over. There's no other NBA player in the history of the game that you will see. That does this. So next time you watch, forget the passing, which he's an elite passer. Forget the shooting; he's a smooth shooter. He's not a Steph Curry or anybody like that. But you're gonna watch a game where there is zero turnovers from Chris Paul. Okay, that's what. That's why a lot of people are like. Well, I'd rather have Westbrook. Well, Westbrook can't win because he is a turnover machine. I'll take Chris Paul any day of the week. Um, you know, you also have the Clippers in the、uh, playoffs. And what's interesting about the Clippers is nobody's losing, nobody's rooting for them to lose more than Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is probably, you know, at his house saying, "Please lose the series, please lose the series," because what we're trying to, what we're starting to find out is maybe, you know,、uh, Doc is the problem. And it's so fascinating to me because 
watching the uh, Clippers, Ty Lu is a great coach. And what I think really impacted Ty Lu in his legacy is he coached LeBron. So he coached LeBron. He won, you know? Well, you have somebody coaching LeBron right now who's at home because they're knocked out of the playoffs. So with Ty Lu, he is extremely underrated. Just watching some of the Clippers game, some of the, you know, adjustments that he's able to make, uh, getting some of the players, uh, you know, on the court at the right time. And you got to give it to a guy who's winning with Paul George and his superstar being out. That's all they ask out of a coach. If your all-star gets hurt, can you pull off one game? Some coaches cannot do that. So the NBA has been uh, fantastic. Um, you know, uh, texting a close friend who lives on in Vegas uh, earlier today. Hey, you know, uh, I want to come back to Vegas after my first trip because I'd really like to catch a Raiders game. But I really don't see the Raiders winning more than four games. So that might simply be a waste of time. So untangling audience, uh, that's what's been going on. Hopefully you're enjoying the weather uh, where you are. Hope all is great. And um, if this pandemic has taught us anything, if you're vaccinated, start traveling, start living, because you never know uh, when this whole thing uh, can end. So enjoy, great getting caught up, and look for another episode next week.